ladies and gentlemen, one and all, welcome back to Star Wars, not really, welcome back to Jedi Eternal Star Wars Podcast, and it looks like I'm really peaking, but I'm here with myself and my good friend, I'm Braxton Taylor, alongside with Andrew, you are not my father, but you are someone else's bowling, because my good man is expecting a baby boy. And we are yes. so excited for him. And uh, I don't know, it's not something we really talked about on here. Yeah, so. we, we, I don't think we have, have we? No, no. Um, so, anyway, yeah. congratulations. A, thank you, thank you. <laughs> having a uh, baby boy, just had a, another ultrasound earlier this week, and everything was looking good. Um, actually, nice. so what's crazy is his uh, like size is already to where... Um, Taitlin was when she was born, which is yeah, her yeah. daughter. So, but she was born super early, but like he's already reached the point of that. So, my man's got some girth. He's getting big already. Yeah. So, he's <laughs> definitely going to be bigger than bigger than she was. So. But, um, yeah, All I'm excited things. about All it. And uh, due in April. So, nice. it's going to come really, really fast. I imagine so. I already told my wife, like, you're really messing up my plans here because <laughs> April, uh, I think it's like April 6th or something is the premiere of the Mar- new Mario movie. I mean, and honestly, you're watching to be in labor <laughs> and be watching the Mario movie. And then April 4th is the due date. So I'm like, I'm like, listen, I have plans. I gotta- <laughs> There's got big things coming. All right. I already have a, I already have pre, uh, pre-approved uh, things going on in my life. So I can't help it. Right. Like this is a big, big stuff here. Okay. Yeah. Mario movie. So yeah. It was like either we're gonna have to figure out how to like bring this newborn into the theater with us, which it would everybody would hate our guts, or yeah, you're gonna, yeah. or you're just gonna have to like be without hold it me in. for a couple or just hours, hold it in, you know? You know? Oh, just hold it, hold in. it in, hold it in a little longer so we can make sure we see this, you know? And exactly, then... exactly. But a big congratulations to our co-host yeah, here, and you. with that said, so we are coming back to you for episode 91 after a little bit of a hiatus here, a holiday hiatus, holiday hiatus. Uh, yeah, you know, I hope everyone who celebrates had a great Christmas and New Year's. Um, very excited to be back for the new year of 2023. Yes. Like I said, a lot of big, and we've talked about it on our Facebook page, and we'll be discussing that a little bit later, mm-hmm. but there is a lot of stuff that is coming on the horizon of Star Wars in 2023, and we are very yeah. excited to dive into it. Yeah, big year for Star Wars, which in turn should mean a big year for Jedi Eternal, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. Um, we'll see. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Fingers crossed, right? <laughs> we can only hope. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's funny. Um it's funny. So, um, for those that don't know, Braxton has also started a YouTube channel that he's doing. Completely uh, unrelated. Completely unrelated but... to Star Wars. <laughs> but I wanted I wanted to mention it, give it a call out called uh, uh, Raven Outdoors. Correct. Yes. And uh, so you can check that on YouTube. And he's just got it started, so there's not like a ton of content yet. But he's right. been working on that. So yeah, well, but, thanks for the shout out. Hey, you're welcome. But also, what's funny is since you started that, I can't tell you how many people have came to me and been like. Did Braxton leave Jedi Eternal? I'm <laughs> it's like, like completely unrelated. Like, isn't no, it? no. <laughs> I'm like, he's just, you know, got a, another thing he's doing. Doesn't yeah. mean Jedi Eternal's yeah. dead or anything. It's like we don't do Jedi Eternal every day, so yeah. you know we can do other things. <laughs> right. right? <You> know? <laughs> well, it's kind of like when uh when me and my cousin uh did uh the the drink thing. I had yeah, people asking, yeah. are you guys quitting Jedi Eternal? Like, no, it does nothing to do with Jedi Eternal. Yeah, anyway. people just see like one one like <laughs> endeavor and think like that's what you do right. you know so anyway 
2023, guys, you can branch out and do multiple things. I encourage you to do it. So anyway, you don't have to just do one thing. Yeah, exactly. So with that said, uh, we're gonna go ahead and get into this. Before we get, dive too far deep into it, we always like to touch at the beginning of our podcast into our Patreon. Of course, as you well know, we have uh, some things going on over there that are exciting. We have one tier, mm-hmm. only one tier, only and one that tier. is only five dollars a month. And uh, we are very thankful for those of you who have subscribed. That's, that's one less Starbucks drink a month and, and i mean honestly sometimes even le- even less than that right yeah because there's starbucks drinks that right. are more than five dollars <laughs> yeah. so uh so yeah I, I i would like to think that there's some good stuff over there currently i believe we have seven or eight episodes well first of all it's back up right back what up. what do we offer with that first of all if you join you become what is called a producer of jedi mm-hmm. eternal and that mm-hmm. is you get uh first hand say and uh comments and things of that nature on what we do here at jedi eternal mm-hmm. and through the patreon as well <clears throat> with that said uh one of the big things that uh, that is a part of this Patreon subscription is that we have another podcast called mm-hmm. And Other Stuff. And like I said, I was trying to say earlier before I uh, cut ahead of myself there, is that I believe we have around seven or eight episodes right now. So that is yeah. a, a, more than seven to eight hours of content. Wowzers. And that ranges from anything, right? We talk about our personal lives. That's only one episode, so don't worry if you don't like that. That's only one episode, <laughs> right? Um, even even in that episode, we talk about other stuff too. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but we talked about man. We talked about Jurassic Park. We've talked about uh, uh, DC, uh, DC and Marvel. Marvel. We've talked games, about Assassin's Creed. Of, yeah, Assassin's Creed. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Elden Ring. Yeah. Uh, Elder Scrolls. Yeah. <laughs> Lord <laughs> right. of the Rings. We yeah. Talked about we also again like so we we love to kind of uh, dabble into some of our own adventures and things like that nature. We have an episode <laughs> where we talked yeah. about what we did last year at this time, which yeah. is Niagara yeah. Falls. Um, we're actually having another spontaneous trip at the end yeah, of this I, month. I, I figure we're going to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we, we can get through this but before we go. Exactly. So what we're going to have, obviously, a lot more of that in our uh, uh, and other stuff episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you if that's interested you, that's that's a big thing. You become a producer, you get the extra podcast, and you of course get uh, expedited releases of the Jedi Eternal stuff as well. And last but not least, we always like to do call out uh, our producers each and every episode to honor you guys and thank you for uh, your your subscriptions. So Drew, who is our current subscribers yes yeah, so we have uh jb josh and birkinshaw the engaged one. Oh, so i i don't believe we've had a podcast since nice. this happened but uh through through over the holiday season um jb popped the question let's go and uh it appears that she said yes so congratulations to him Huzzah. and uh and rachel Yes, it was Rachel. Story. Yeah, I believe it's Rachel. Sorry if that's wrong. I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> I'm Rachel. I'm pretty sure it's Rachel. Uh, but super excited for you guys. So that's awesome. Yep. Um, and then also my lovely wife, Tara, Grace and David Gill, Alex Mason, Corey Wise, Jay Camdar, Jenna Evans, and Promise Quick. Very big thank you to each and every one of you who are our producers and who subscribe to that Patreon. We're very, very thankful for that. Like I said, only $5 a month and you get some cool stuff. Yeah, uh, of yeah. course, also, as we're going to expand into the new year, we're going to talk about that more. But we would like to do more with and other stuff. And we're also going to be doing some more live streams that are dedicated to our Patreon and a few different things like that. We'll discuss it more as it comes up. Yeah, we're playing that with lots of fun. And, uh, you know, it's almost our three-year anniversary, which we always do. Uh, sort of a celebration with that, mm-hmm. announce some new things. Mm-hmm. We have not pinpointed a date. We really need to do that because <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is right yeah, around yeah, the corner. Yeah. But uh, we'll let you guys know when we have that date. For out. sure. But without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get into what 
you guys came here for, and that is the majority of Star Wars news, rumors, and things of that nature that's coming on recently. So, very first and foremost in our news, we have that Disney reveals the full list of Star Wars content for 2023. As I discussed earlier, you know, there's a lot of stuff coming, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, there's games, there's shows, there's just tons of stuff, and we're actually going to talk about that in our uh, community discussion about what you're most excited for, but Drew, go ahead and tell us what, uh, what we can expect for 2023. Yeah, so this was um, a report from Disney. So this is, you know, accurate stuff here that we're seeing. Um, and and so we'll just kind of go through the list here very quickly, and then we can discuss it more. But first we have um, The Bad Batch Season 2, which of course has already started at this point. We're three episodes in. We are going to mm -hmm. be discussing um, the first three episodes later in this episode. So if you're interested in that... Um, Hang on tight, and we'll get there later. Um, then we have The Mandalorian Season 3, which has a release date of March 1st. So, again, that is right around the corner. <laughs> right, That's right, going right. to be here before you know it. Um, so, of course, incredibly excited for that one. Um, then we have Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures. Uh, this they have listed for 2023. Um, so... This is and, and for those of you who may be a little more unfamiliar with what this is, it is set during the High Republic era. Mm -hmm. Yes, this will be our first <laughs> High Republic era yeah, um, yeah. show. But it is um it is a very um it is a kids series. Like yeah. like when I say kids, <laughs> I mean like preschoolers. Yeah, it's, it's really not, a weird decision, in my opinion, but yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. you know. Hey, my my newborn son. Is watching this with me. We're watching. We're watching Star Wars: he Young Jedi Adventures. He may not know what's going on. He has no idea what's but, going on, but he's you know, watching this. Yeah. Um, Indoctrination from childhood. You know? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, so you know, of course, like for people like you and me, and and those most likely that are listening, this is not really geared towards us whatsoever. Right. right. But um, still cool that they're offering that, and you know, I do appreciate. Having uh, the idea of like this being a show that my son could watch, you know, as he's growing up, like I do think that is kind of cool to think about. So, so I think that's neat that they're doing it. Um, but no official date just yet. Just mm -hmm. the, just that it is supposed to be coming this year. Mm -hmm. And then we have Star Wars Visions Volume Two. Um, this they have also uh, just saying 2023, but you can imagine, you know, we're looking at probably summer. Yeah, kind probably. of what I'm leaning towards on this. Probably summer. Probably Seems true. like the first season. The first season was maybe towards the beginning of summer. I think so. I don't remember for sure. Yeah. But, um. Uh. Now, what's interesting about this one is that you know it is going to be all kinds of different animation mm -hmm. um, through different countries and culture. Right. So and, the the last season focused majoritively on, you know, Japanese anime style. Right, right. Uh, I know this season, as, as you just alluded to, is that the director, not the director, but whatever you want to call it, the showrunner mm -hmm. type thing, he wanted to focus more on having a global uh, influence on this and have different types of animation, as you said. Yeah. And I, I think that's actually way more interesting to me mm -hmm. than than just having the the japanese anime having um and actually it actually has it lists here the creative teams we uh, have chile france japan india ireland spain south africa south korea the uk and the u.s hmm. are all having an episode wow yeah so i actually think that's like that's, that's really cool. neat yeah, i think it and, is it, and i and think it'll be very interesting to see what they bring to the table in Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of what I was going to say is that, you know, one of the primary things uh, that was so unique about Visions 
in uh, the first season was mm-hmm. to see how this culture who is not, not I'm not going to say polar opposites, right, but it's very different from our culture in the United mm-hmm. States to see how they view um, Star Wars, right? How they interpret it and whatever. Um, but, but to see this on a global scale, to see so many different countries and so many different cultures, that's what's going to be really cool. And uh, it's going to be see, it's going to be interesting to see how they put their own flavor, their own spin on things while still maintaining Star Wars, you know? So yeah, right. I definitely think that's going to be pretty cool. For sure. Uh, then after that, also set for 2023 is Ahsoka. Oh yeah. Um, and I... This does not say when this is expected, um, but I'm leaning towards late summer, um, fall, or maybe even into like the very end of the year. We'll see. Um, but I, I, I definitely expect this to be one of the final things that we get is Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk more about Ahsoka, so we won't, we won't stop on that for very long. Um, and then last here that we have is Skeleton Crew. Which, when mm-hmm. I saw this, I was like, wait, Skeleton Crew is also coming out in 2023? <laughs> right, yeah. And that kind of yeah. like, I, that kind of blew my mind to think about. Oh, yeah. But uh, since then, there has been more reports coming out where it looks like that may have already changed. Oh, That Skeleton Crew may yeah. end up actually not coming out till. Uh, maybe the last few weeks of 2023, or maybe not even until beginning of 2024 yeah yeah so we'll see on that one but i would say i would not plan on this coming out this year which is kind of funny it's like it's another ironic uh uh, very big example of how the the marketing team yeah 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 that they already (laughs) announced this would come out like a huge disney announcement and then and it's already sounding like it's not gonna actually happen (laughs) yeah yeah imagine that very typical of what we got what you've gotten from disney and lucasfilm marketing good grief um but so this these aren't listed but i do want to kind of talk about maybe a couple of the other things that are coming out this year Mm -hmm. and and then we're going to go more in depth into like what we're most excited for and stuff in our in our uh, topic, yeah, or discussion topic or whatever. Community you call discussion. It. Sorry, yeah. thank you. <laughs> yeah, we do discussion. do a podcast, guys. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, you know, we do have um, a video game coming, at least one mm-hmm. that we know of that for sure this of, year. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Oh yeah, which is a sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. So very excited about that one. Um, and then the only other thing uh, I think of note. That, that at least I would want to note is that there is another wave of High Republic books coming uh, for Phase 2, and mm. also Phase 3 should start in the fall. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very so, interesting. Yeah. Well, it's kind so, of breaking up that like beginning of the year tradition that they've had for a, for a second. Yeah, so um, it's looking like the anthology that's going to have... Uh, story set from all three phases so oh, that's actually going to be where okay. we get our first phase three story will be set within yeah. that and that book is set to release in the fall so very that will officially kick off phase three huh. so i would say yeah. a lot of the rest of it will come probably sort of in the new year of 2024 most likely yeah, yeah. but we will get our first story within huh. 2023 so Cool. So that's kind of cool to note, but yeah. uh, let's go ahead and move on from that for now. As you see, there's a lot of good things to look forward to, and we are going to talk more about what we're excited about and what you guys told us you were excited about. But until then, we're going to move on into our second news story, which is that the Mandalorian Season 3 trailer 
is to debut Monday, January 16th, during the NFL playoff game. Interesting. So, now, this was not supposed to be revealed. Um, (laughs) However, in a press release from ESPN, um, it was actually put in there, and apparently it was not supposed to be. Those dirty dogs. But they did it, (laughs) and so... Um, so it's out, and everybody's been talking about it. So yeah, during yeah. halftime of the Super Wild Card game, and actually, uh, it, um, never mind. That that is of no. Never, just forget it. Okay. I was reading off this thing, but I'm like, that makes no <laughs> sense. Why to even say that? So I'll okay. I'll, I'll tell you later. <laughs> so, anyways, okay. um, it's it's gonna be uh, the game against the Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 8 p.m. So. Mm-hmm. This is going to happen no sooner than 9 p.m. Eastern Standard, sure. um, if not later. Yeah. Uh, we will get, apparently, the new trailer for The Mandalorian, which I would say is the final trailer of the, yes. you would assume. You would imagine. The final so. full trailer. Yeah. So expect um, probably a lot of things we've already seen. Sure. But there may be a couple of new surprises in there to get people really pumped and excited. Yeah. So. Yeah. Last we left off in season two, uh, of course, we see that that big moment where uh, Grogu, instead of choosing Yoda's lightsaber, mm-hmm. he chooses yeah. his armor. So uh, yeah. what, what happens there? Or wait, what did he choose? I think, yeah, he chose right. I'm like blanking. Or did it drop off for him? He didn't choose. Well, no, no, he did, yeah, because then he shows him in the he shows him in the okay. in the book of Boba Fett. Yeah, never mind. Shows him in the book of Boba Fett, and he lifts down his, his yeah, yeah, robe. Yeah, yeah, it shows yeah. he's wearing the yeah. little armor, okay, little yeah. Beskar, bl- Beskar chainmail. Yeah, I'm blank for a second, but yes. Yeah, so where is this going to go? What that relationship with Luke? What's going to happen? So there's a lot of stuff in in season three to look forward to for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, and I think in a way, I think, in my opinion, I think they're wrapping up. In this season, they're wrapping up the whole Mandalore stuff. Yeah. I think they're really going to yeah. wrap up that so that Mando himself can now focus on the future of what I think they're building up in, in this universe as a sure. whole yeah. right now, which is the inevitable meetup with Thrawn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which, in my eyes, is going to be essentially Thrawn versus Luke Skywalker. Sure. But of yeah. course, Mando's going to play a huge role in in within yeah. that. So. Yeah, for sure. Again, that's just my prediction, but I'm <laughs> I've never felt so right about something. And if I'm wrong, yeah. then they're wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this like, is Star Wars. It's not my Star Wars. I'm just Wars. saying like this is I mean, if if they don't do this, they they should have hired me and like had me tell them because they they Pablo they're take com- a back seat. Yeah, take a back seat, Pablo. You don't know what you're doing. You like the new Willow series and everybody else hates it. So <laughs> Yeah, where's your loyalty's lie, friend? <laughs> Yeah, so we're gonna see with that. There's a lot of really cool things to come with that, but we're uh, we're gonna have to see what what happens, you know. So with that said, getting to our final news piece for the week, and that is a new comic series is coming out, and that is Star Wars Darth Vader Black, White, and Red. Any Tabuscus fans out there? You know, darkness, uh, redness, and whiteness. Darkness, yeah, hey, it's not not the same thing, but you know, it's, I feel like they're hinting at it. You man, know, maybe that was, man, that's a callback. That is a callback. If Probably. you if you understood that, yeah, if you be honest, if you understood that, type one 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 in the one, comments. One, one. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, type in Toby Turner. <laughs> but anyway, no. For real though, uh, yes, new comic series, and uh, of course, Drew's gonna have more with that. But uh, you know. 
for those of you who have been following the Vader comics in the past, there's two different uh, kind of lines or series, whatever you want to mm-hmm. call them, and both of them have been phenomenal. Some of the some of the greatest quotes ever have come from, especially that first that first. Uh, series of issues which uh what was it i'm you know you're surrounded no i'm surrounded by uh what is it all i am surrounded by is fear fear and, and dead, dead men. men oh so good that's, that's from so the vader good. down series such a baller yeah, yeah. Such, so anyway my point is is that as drew has stated numerous times in the past you know if you're a fan of star wars and you're really craving some deeper awesome star wars stuff Comics is ironically the, the comics are where it's at. Where it's at. So Drew, tell us a little bit more yeah, about the, Black White. Some Red. of the greatest uh, Star Wars stories being told within since the, in the Disney era yeah. is without a doubt the comic books. <laughs> such a which such is, a bizarre turn of events, right? Yeah, but, which is like not expected, right? In a lot yeah. of for a lot of people, me being. Uh, I've always been a comic reader. Used to, it was always like superheroes, Superman, right. uh, Spider-Man, you know, stuff like that. But uh, with with Star Wars, um, they've they've made it a re- actually really important part of their their mm-hmm. their canon universe. Like it's Which not is just, really cool. Yeah, it's not just like oh, we'll just tell like little stories that don't mean anything, right? And yeah. save the big stuff for the movies. Like I'm yeah. telling you, they they've really told some big stuff within oh, yeah. these comics. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, um, what this is is actually an extension of a popular uh, series that Marvel has done in the past. Uh, Marvel has actually done this for Wolverine, Deadpool, and Moon Knight, hmm. uh, which is what they've called Black, uh, Black White, and, uh, well, they I, I think theirs, they called them Black, White, and Blood. But mm-hmm. Star, Wars, to, like, not, Star Wars didn't know. want to call it Blood, so they called <laughs> yeah, it yeah. Black, White, and Red, <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, but anyways... So within this, they're doing it's it's essentially a four issue comic anthology that will include stories from different renowned authors and artists. Uh, one of those being Jason Aaron, um, who Jason Aaron did write Vader down. So uh-huh. so okay. he's kind of coming back, um, and he also wrote the first installment in the the very beginning of them uh restarting darth vader comics yeah so he was he he did that as well so to have him back for something here i think is really really exciting and there'll be some others as well but he's the one that like i I really wanted to note there yeah that jason aaron will be there so that's really exciting and i think um i don't i'm trying to see here if they gave us an official date yet doesn't look like they have an official date but you know, it is. I, I I believe it's planned for later this year. Mm-hmm. So you know, we'll let you guys know when we when we hear more. But that was announced literally today, um, on the twelfth of January. So yeah, very exciting stuff there. So if you're interested in that, uh, check it out. And 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 again, here's another shout out to it. Like if you haven't yet, go check them out. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Go. You can at this point you can get the really big like books of yeah, all of it yeah jammed in together and what do they call those omnibus uh, yes an omnibus, omnibus right so like interesting word, you right? can get like the darth <laughs> vader omnibus and and it literally has the entire um all the issues mm-hmm. in one like big book and like so if you're interested in doing this but you don't want to like do it digitally or you just right. don't want to go to the comic book store every week and pick up an issue right, right. this is the best way to do it or even go to your like local library and they may sure. even have it or you could request it but like it's worth it trust yeah. me yeah and as someone who's not like i i, I 
I've liked them, but I've never been a huge comic book guy. Uh, and, and, and mostly for that reason, right? I just, I've never loved just like having to go get multiple issues and just right, da, right. Da, da, da. Anyway, but as someone who's not a huge comic book guy, I can tell you firsthand that, uh, that I thoroughly enjoyed both Darth Vader series. Um, and, and, and they're great. So if you have any interest in Darth Vader, which most people do, right? right. Um, they're worth looking into for sure. So oh, that concludes our news, which is the hottest topics up of up as recently. We're going to get into our rumors. And the number one rumor is that there has uh, kind of been some speculation going around that Dan Hernandez and Benji Samet, or Samet, or however you say his name, are developing a unannounced project for Lucasfilm. So those of you who may or may not be aware, uh, Dan Hernandez, was uh, kind of his most notable thing was writing the Pokemon Detective Pikachu, ironically co-writing with Benji Samet. Um, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah mean, they're kind of like a, a working duo in about yeah. every project they do. They yeah, do it together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, notably Pokemon Detective Pikachu, which I... I actually really enjoy that movie. Yeah. Um, but also, probably of more note is Central Park. Yeah. Is actually another yeah. one. Yeah. So, um, so w- this is uh, this is interesting because it, as it said, as you said, it's a Lucasfilm project. So mm-hmm. the reason I put this in rumors is even though it is pretty much guaranteed they really are working on a project. Right. It is an unannounced Lucasfilm project. So that means it may not necessarily be Star Wars. Yeah. But, True. But it could be Star Wars. Yeah, it still could be. And so, you know, there's really not a whole lot more to say about this other than, um, you know, just kind of... the. Well, let me let me put, put this in here, too. We didn't put this in other rumors because I've had... You know, I, I compile a list of, of news and, and rumors uh, even, even while we've been away for, yeah. you know, like <laughs> over a month, maybe closer to two months. I don't even know. At this no, point. it's only been a month. It's only been a month. The last okay. one was December tenth, but yeah. Oh, so it's been just right over. Yeah, a month. So it's not okay, too cool. bad. Not too bad. That's not too bad, right? <laughs> it's like, come on. Everybody's like, yeah, you guys still back here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, even though we've been gone for like a month, I've still compiled stories and rumors since then. Just as right, and and so there's a lot of them that I'm not using because I feel like they're just such old news. Right. However, um, there are a couple things I want to note here while we're talking about this. One is that. Um, there's still belief that a there, there's going to be a 2025 Star Wars movie hmm. um, and that in that 2025 Star Wars movie it is going to be a female lead mm-hmm. um, and uh, the, the reports all say a female lead of color mm-hmm. um, and so that is supposedly going to be in 2025 and and then there's another thing another rumor swirling around and I don't I've not seen any like, trusted source for this so other than just hearing it from some people uh ah. but no one's been able to really source it like where where they're hearing right. it um but is that they're going to officially announce three different star wars movies at this year's celebration mm, nice wow so i think it's time i think it's time to, to oh, get yeah. some word out yeah, there yeah. on on what the next star wars movies are going to be and we do have Star Wars Celebration in April, which unfortunately right. we will not be attending this year. Yeah, it's in the it UK. It is in the it's UK, a and I have a son a coming too in April. Unfeasible for us. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good thing I didn't plan because I, you know, I thought about it. I thought <laughs> yeah, about planning. Yeah, yeah. And it's a good thing I didn't because then, uh, then if I had done that and then found out my son's being born April, that yeah. would have been a mess. So yeah, I just would take um, your tickets for free. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would go on your behalf. You're like, <laughs> you know what? 
I will do it for you. Listen, I know this is a burden for a you. Burden. I, I just, take... I'll take that that burden on myself. <laughs> you know, I'll just do it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no worries. We will still absolutely be reporting on oh, yeah. on what's going yeah. on there and sharing any information that comes out of out of celebration to you guys. Yeah. Um, but uh, so there's a lot of a lot of stuff swirling with Disney with uh, movie projects within Star Wars, and I think right. I think we're on the precipice of finally getting to hear what some of these are well and that's what i was going to say is that you know as, as many would agree you know disney and, and lucasfilm have been relying very 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 heavily on their shows on their tv on their television uh, projects right and like i said some some might agree to a fault you know that that they're relying on it so heavily that they can't have big budget films that have that more serious note that serious connotation that tells a bigger broader story um, again, there's a lot of great stories in television, don't get me wrong, and some that are very, very serious. Um, but you know what I'm saying? There's just a different feel. There's a different yeah. element to a film. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, I, I think some people would say this long overdue, I guess is what I'm coming to. Yeah, and, and you know, it's you also have to imagine that that TV with, with like on Disney+, Plus, the, the series they do on that, can't be as much of a money maker as right. as a movie is that does really well in theaters, right? Right. I'm not. Yeah. I honestly, I don't really know the the differences in that. I know uh, part of 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 a series making its money is keeping subscribers, right, and doing it that way. But but when you make a movie, you're you're getting those those uh, movie tickets and everything. Right. And that's what their their where their money comes from. And so I think. Uh, it'd be interesting to to see the differences there, but sure. I imagine the movies make a lot more money in the long run, yeah. as long as it does well. Well, and here's the thing too: secondarily, things like well, once a movie's done in the theaters, what happens to it? It goes to streaming, so you're gonna still get the same amount of money from the street. Sure, well, sure. I mean, maybe not as much, but theoretically, just as much money. But you're gonna get streaming. a lot of people that are, the the people that don't go see it in theaters that are waiting will then watch it streaming. So right. you still benefit from. And that. if you like it, you're gonna watch it again. And you, know you what I'm still have a couple of geezers that are gonna buy it on DVD. <laughs> right. <laughs> on VHS tape, you know. Come on, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it always baffles me when I like I walk into like a gas station, uh, yeah, and they're like selling DVDs. Like, who's still buying like, these? Like, not Blu-ray. Yeah. yeah, just just DVD. Basic DVDs. I'll see like the new like newest movies, right? And they'll be sitting there with all, with a DVD. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. someone still buys these. Someone still buys these. Because yeah. they wouldn't do that if you know what I mean? Like they would yeah. not oh, yeah, be yeah, selling yeah. DVDs unless yeah, they don't sell things unless they still buying, buying them. them. Which is so it's actually kind of funny. I was watching like a, a, a it was either on YouTube or I just saw on social media or whatever, but someone it was a famous actor saying that like kind of the the burgeoning of of streaming has actually hurt a lot of um actors in terms of their monetary gain because for a long time, they made a bulk of their money when it came out in theaters and people went and watched it. And then they said that there's another boon of of money coming in once the DVDs came out and then people started buying the DVDs. But now that's on streaming, no one buys DVDs anymore. And streaming has just kind of this flat rate that, like, you know, once it's absorbed into it, then whatever, right? Yeah. But I don't know. I just thought that was kind of interesting. Well, but. and my, my wife, um, she, she makes fun of me sometimes because in the past, like, for whatever reason somebody had like a a basic dvd that they wanted to watch and i'd be like i'm not watching <laughs> not i refuse <laughs> to watch a dvd <laughs> dude you're so extra <laughs> it's like maybe like i guess i'll watch a blu-ray but like 
I'm I'm all the, I'm all about that ultra 4K Blu-ray. Okay, <laughs> that's where the real quality is at. You're so extra, dude. Good <laughs> grief. <laughs> So anyway, let's move uh, yeah, on. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm extra. Okay, You're so extra. I listen when it Pathetic. comes to when it comes to visual quality. It's very oh, important brother. to me, whether it be a, a <laughs> movie, a series. Yeah, I pay the extra. I pay for the extra tier on Netflix so I can have 4K. Okay, I'm this that is the guy. guy who brings uh, smoked salmon to lunch rather than ramen noodles. You know. <laughs> I can taste the quality. You can taste the quality. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah, that's just one of my things. I, I don't know. I I, I'm the guy that goes to people's houses and, like, sets up their, their TV <laughs> settings for them. I can't tell you how many people I've done that for. Yeah. Uh, like, it's like I, it. I want to do it really bad. So I'm like, oh, your TV. Like, I'll, like, make a little, like, small talk and be like, oh, man, that kind of looks a little weird. Or that's a little funny looking. <laughs> and then try hoping that they'll be like, oh, do you want to change it? And, I'm, and then I'm like, yes, oh, yeah, yes, yeah, please. Give it to me. It's like a it's like a psychological <laughs> psychological issue. So wow. it's like everybody doing the like soap opera effects on their TVs. You're like, yeah, go me. Soap opera. Effect. Your TV probably has it. Hey. <laughs> it's like they're like, yeah, I got this new TV and I spent all kinds of money and it's so cool. Oh, I know. I know I what you're talking their, about now. And yeah. then I, you know, and they're like showing it to me and I can tell they're still on like the like uh, display. Uh, uh, what's it called demo like they're still <laughs> like the demo settings where they where they yeah where they peak yeah. up all the settings to like 100 so it looks really really sharp and yeah. like bright but it's not actually how you would want to view it right anyways i'm getting on a whole tangent but anyways yeah no, um, i understand i understand but I yeah but the 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 soap opera mode is like where they they call it all kinds of stuff like true motion and all mm. these things and but, it makes it look like a it movie makes like it, makes it look like a soap opera yeah, it makes things look weird. It's not the way yeah. that you're supposed to watch movies. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, now, if you want to watch that in like sports or whatever, cool. Yeah, because it keeps up with the great. motion. It's, it's, yeah. the, it's the difference in like frames and stuff. Yeah, but like a frame rate. Yeah, it's like okay, cool, that's fine. But when you watch it in movies, they did, the directors didn't make movies to, well, to work with that. Twenty four or thirty frames per second is film, and obviously sixty and sixty plus is for like action related things. But yeah, I know <clears> what you're talking about because I, I can't remember. This was like the first time that like they've ever tried to do this in a movie. It was like sixty frames per second, and it was like you're like it just looks weird. Like it looks like it doesn't look like a film. It looks like it's like TV or something. Well. Yeah, so The Hobbit did something weird yes, one time. Yes, I think time. it was The Hobbit. And, yeah. And it was kind of it kind of messed with with your head a little bit cuz it was it looked kind of like it like yeah, those do yeah, yeah. and uh it's just not meant to be viewed yeah, that way. It it just really But that weird. for whatever reason he Peter Jackson wanted to mess with it and try that one <laughs> He's time. He's always experimenting. It was only one I think it was only one of them. And yeah. then and then they went back to I don't I know. So. It's been a while, but yeah. anyways. Well, this is so off topic. Let's <laughs> so just go off topic. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. It's been a while. We haven't We're had rambling. a podcast for a while. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, moving on to our final rumor, and uh, actually, this was was this supposed to be you? Were no. you supposed to say no. this one? No. This is the just second kidding. one supposed to be you. Oh, so this isn't our final rumor. No. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> this is only our second rumor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, rumors on Ubisoft Massive's Star Wars game compare it to No Man's Sky. So, mm-hmm. we've talked before about how U- uh, Ubisoft Massive has been working on a Star Wars game. Yeah. And they uh, it was going to be heavily based around exploration of the galaxy. Um, but, we you know, we've not heard a whole lot more about it. But here's what... Um, this report has to say in the game players will be able to jump between systems immersing themselves in a vast galaxy bursting at the seams with activities 
At the heart of the game sits an in-depth, lengthy story driven by a fully customizable character that walks a path chosen by the gamer. There are decades worth of lore, locations, weapons, and characters for Ubisoft and Massive Entertainment to draw from, so the game itself should be something special. Sure. Sure. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. I'm... No, I mean, I, I've heard these rumors of like where you get you basically choose your own character and build them, and then you just basically, at like like No Man's Sky, you can get in your ship and you can jump between systems and go to different planets and stuff. And here's the thing. As a person, and we've discussed this before, as a person who prioritizes in their gaming exploration, open world exploration, mm-hmm. um, and things of that nature, like that definitely appeals to me. Like hopping in between different star systems in, in the Star Wars galaxy and and going to different planets and and doing that. Like I love that. I love that. But that just seems a little too ambitious, in my opinion. Because here's the thing with like No Man's Sky, they can kind of get away with that because it's infinite. In generation, right? And there's no precedence. But, not to cut you off, but wow. to cut you off. Jerk. Uh, with, no, <laughs> with No Man's Sky, we can't forget that No Man's Sky totally bombed at Well, that, that too. They, that it too. took them years to get it to where it's actually what the original dream of the game was. Right. Um, it was not what they said it was going to be when it yeah. first came out. So, so. The, the, so yeah. So, to, that supplements my point even further is that... There was way more leeway for No Man's Sky, and even then they still bombed. <laughs> so, so yeah. yeah. So you know, with and this, this excites me and worries me all at the same time when I oh, read yeah. it because, sure, I mean, thinking like, oh, here's the here's the Star Wars galaxy. Go explore Just it. Go, go do stuff. Go explore it. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Make your own path. Fly to whatever planet. All that sounds so cool, yeah. right? But that's yeah. so ambitious like i said like it's, it's so big yeah that's so massive to to try to to do and and it's just like people have tried stuff like this before and it mm-hmm. either two one of two things happen either comes out and it totally bombs because it's not really what they said it was going to be or they try and it's like so like janky right that it doesn't <laughs> it's like so, you know what i mean it's it's so big it's tripping over itself yeah, you know like it, yeah. yeah or it's too ambitious and they just never get it done and they eventually cancel it. And then, and then it's just yeah, yeah. pushed to the side and they move on, which of course I don't want to see. So, right. Oh yeah, exactly. So the, the, the thing that really grips me about this is the in depth lengthy story driven by a fully customizable character that walks a path chosen by the gamer. Mm-hmm. I love that. That sounds mm-hmm. like Knights Old Republic. Right. 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 I'm all about, I'm all about that side of it. But what worked about Knights of the Old Republic Mm-hmm. Is that yes, you went to different planets, all these things, but they were very structured. Yeah. And yes, it felt kind of like an open world sometimes, but it was still very structured. It yeah. was not. Which, I mean, the technology was like two decades ago, too. So, I mean, you know. Right. And so I think, you know, they this sounds to me like they are gaining inspiration from something like Night's Old Republic, but then also kind of wanting that No Man's Sky. Uh, a large, like this vast, scale explore freedom, you know? world, yeah, and that's cool. But the thing is, with a game like that, and and let's go even a little farther out and talk about um, another game that's coming that's promising a lot of these types of things, is uh, is um, uh, oh, I lost it. Uh, the new Starfield. Thank you, thank you, Starfield. Yeah. Yes, um, made by Bethesda, who did right. Fallout and right. Elder Scrolls. Right, two big, huge hits, oh, two yeah. big, huge game series that people love. Right, 
well, this new game they're doing is promising the very big, vast open world that you can explore. I mean, crazy the amount of worlds and stuff it's supposed to have in <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And again, what worries me about these types of things is like, oh, we're going to have this deep RPG story and all this stuff. But also these worlds are like, um, you know, computer generated, randomly generated. Yeah, like the infinite generation type. Yeah, and I'm just, thing, I, yeah. what, I, what I've seen from that in my time with video games is I've, I was, is I've been met with, disappointment with like the kind of like bland exactly sure it may be a a a random generated world but a lot of times like not as much to it there's not as much to it right as a crafted world yeah like when when a video game makes a like okay here's this big open world map but yeah. we set everything in place. Exactly. And we've crafted, when you go around this there's corner... There's intention to it. Yeah, there's going to be this person that has a story over here. Or when yeah. you turn this corner, there's going to be this and that. But when it's like, oh, we just randomly generate everything, to me, it's always less well meaningful. Exactly. And there's 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 a, there's life to intentional design. You mm-hmm. know, with, yeah. it, with if infinite generation, it just feels kind of lifeless. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's... It's there for no particular reason, right. and the problem you know? is when you do a vast universe for you to travel. Yeah, they don't they don't have the capabilities, the time, the people right. Yeah. to make all of that crafted. So right. it's one of those like, what matters more, having all the big worlds to travel, or making it a smaller group right. that has more meaning and purpose to it? Sure, and I know my answer for right, sure. Right, right, right. Yeah. But I think you know maybe some people would prefer to have more planets, but. Um, I just, I don't know. There's a lot about this that's exciting, but worries me. <sighs> and it also doesn't it. sound like it's going to come out anytime soon. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, uh, Starfield, which has been talked about for years now. I mean, forever, yeah. Supposedly is finally coming out this year, which I don't know. I'm still not sure. Yeah. I put it on my fantasy it, league. On my, uh, We have, like a, we air, have a gaming know? fantasy league, and it's all about like putting in the title yeah. games that cup are going to release this year, <laughs> and then you get points based off the Metacritic score of the game. Yeah. I put it on mine in faith, hoping that like this game's going to come out and be, and be huge. Yeah. But part of me still doesn't believe it's actually going to come out this year. So um, I don't know. It's it, it'll be interesting to see, but man, if this game can do what it's promising, yeah, it'll be huge. It's, yeah, it's gonna be crazy. It'll yeah, be for sure. I mean, it'll be uh, one to never forget. But yeah, we'll, we'll see. But we can move on. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but our final rumor for the week is that Star Wars Ahsoka, so the the show that is coming up, it rumors hint that a young Ahsoka. Uh, is in the world between worlds, which you know my opinion on that. I'm not a big fan of the world between worlds, as we saw in Star Wars Rebels. Um, but as you, uh, as you, as we saw in Star Wars Rebels, of course, the Ahsoka actually, you know, at least implied is that she dies with her fight to Darth Vader, and that Ezra Bridger goes between the world between worlds and uh, saves her from that fate that grisly fate um and uh, yeah so i mean it's going to be interesting i suppose you know in the show if they do explore that a younger ahsoka is kind of in this world between worlds and and and, and seeing different events i'm assuming i don't know um 
But uh, yeah, not a big fan of of the concept because it just it gives way to way too many things. Like, oh, we don't like this, so that we can just fix it in all between worlds. Which I I will admit though, Star Wars has handled it gracefully because they haven't really used it in that way. In fact, we haven't even really seen the world between worlds at all after Rebels. So I don't know. Hopefully, well, there's faith to it. If this report is true, it's all about to change. No. So this is kind of a crazy one, okay? I mean, this is this is getting pretty crazy. Is here. this evil clone Yoda territory? This is this is this is very close to evil Yoda <laughs> territory. Um, however, this is uh, reported by Jason Ward, who who has a uh, very very yeah. um, good track record. good track record yeah. on on the stuff he talks about. Now he will now even he goes to say in this report that um, you know this. This isn't all super clear just yet, but that right. what he's hearing, this is there's some of this is at least pretty accurate. So let me just kind of break it down for you here. Um, break it down. The the first thing is during the production of production of Star Wars Ahsoka, they they've had um, different code names for Ahsoka depending on the era of the story, and so. Within that, they he has found that they are having Ahsoka at different ages, mm. casted by different actors mm. within within this Ahsoka series. Now, he goes on to say that Rosaria Dawson is absolutely the primary Ahsoka you will see in this series, um, but these are going to be shorter, smaller glimpses, smaller sequences where there will be at least one other character playing a younger Ahsoka. Hmm, interesting. Um, now, they did say it's definitely not Ashley Eckstein, because I know some people are going to immediately think that. <laughs> right. He said, however, he doesn't know it could end up being voiced by Ashley, this younger character. Yeah, but, not impossible. So, um, but also, we're going to get a glimpse of Ahsoka back in the world between worlds. Um, and... There's at least three versions of Ahsoka we're going to see, um, hmm. primarily. There's going to be um, Ahsoka, teenage Ahsoka, okay, like Clone right, Wars Ahsoka, right. um, present day Ahsoka within the series, and then the one that we've seen um, at the end of Star Wars Rebels, where she's in like the white, the white robe, cloak, yeah. Which Dave Filoni had suggested that that what we saw there took place later than where we've seen Ahsoka and Mando. That's what Which he has suggested. Which would make sense in terms of her appearance, I suppose. But yeah, yeah, it's hard to say. So um, he also goes on to say that Ahsoka will fight Darth Vader Ooh. within the series. Yeah, and we know that uh, Kristen Hayden, or Hayden Christensen is confirmed for this series. So Correct. And, you know, we've talked about how we felt that was probably going to be Force Ghost related. Right. Um, but this changes things. Um, yeah, for sure. And, of course, the only way this really happens, fighting Darth Vader, is the world between worlds. <laughs> right. 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 Because Darth Vader is dead. Right. By the, by the, um, the present day in, sure. in the Ahsoka series. Um, and you said Hayden Christensen required some training for a sequence in the series. Because we will see his face again on screen wearing the same costume he wore in Mustafar in Revenge of the Sith. Oh, interesting. So here's where things get real interesting. Yeah. So, 
and again, this could potentially be spoilers for this series. So if you like, <laughs> if you really don't want to hear any of this, then you can move ahead. But again, we don't really know if this is true or not, but it's just super intriguing stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he goes on to say that we, are, we will see many possible outcomes for Ahsoka's life and how in essence, no matter what, they all lead to a particular moment in her story. Huh. So if Ahsoka had returned to the Jedi Order, she would be the one that we see fight Darth Vader on Mustafar, having the high ground, not Obi-Wan. Okay. <laughs> so they're saying that we see that scene where it's going to be her fighting Anakin what? at El Mustafar. That's wild. Instead of Obi-Wan. That's wild. Um, said we're also going to... Um, well, it says... He he said he can confirm that Hayden Christensen filmed fight scenes with Clone Wars Ahsoka. Dude, he that's says he insane. can confirm that. So I don't I mean I don't know how I mean, he confirmed and, it, but yeah, I mean, because one could say like, oh well, maybe it's them sparring, or maybe it's like this weird alternate thing in the Warps and Worlds or whatever. But yeah, I mean, it could lend itself to the fact that yeah, she replaces Obi Wan, which is so weird though. It's so weird, but yeah. Yeah, and then it says um, Ahsoka will see other things in these sequences, including had Ahsoka killed Thrawn, and Ezra Bridger did not need to use um, the space whales. Yeah. Uh, Ahsoka's destiny remained the same. So basically the lesson that she learns through all of this is no matter what she tried to change. Still led up to this point. It still leads to where she (laughs) is in this present day, which we don't necessarily know where she's going to be or why she wants to change it so bad at this point. Sure. But whatever it is, she'll learn through the world between worlds that it doesn't matter. And it all still leads to the same. That's actually kind of interesting. So it could be really cool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It could be done really cool because she could, you know, she, well, because she's only alive because of the world between worlds. Yeah. And so she's fully aware of what it is and what it can do. Exactly. So So. she may be trying to access it again to change things. Sure. Maybe, maybe it's the guilt of Anakin. Sure. Maybe that's the main primary force. And she's after coming across Luke and stuff like that. And maybe she's thinking, yeah. and, And maybe she's thinking she can go back and stop that. And that would change everything. Right. Right. Yeah. And so maybe that's what she's trying to do. And so she yeah. essentially sees that. Right. But then we'll see how it doesn't change. And instead, she cuts off Anakin's legs and, <laughs> you know, and, and yeah. instead of Obi-Wan. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. It all leads to the same point. Right. Yeah, that's that's and, a pretty crazy concept. I mean, if that's what they go with. I mean, here's the thing. If they use the world between worlds in that context, not where they're actually going back and changing things, but like, mm-hmm. hey, this is what it could look like if it did happen. I could I could get behind that. I think that would be a pretty interesting what if scenario that's actually canon, not canon. You know what I'm saying? However you want to consider that, right? But anyway. Well, and another thing is suggesting that this these things that we're seeing, um, this moment where she's trying to do all this, happens before where we see her in like the Book of Mandalorian with Luke Skywalker. Huh. So, according to to this report. By that point, she will have she's already done this stuff, and uh, that's why she's kind of at peace. You know, you when she talks and stuff, right? Like, you know, she seems pretty okay with what had happened. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So yeah. Very interesting stuff. Definitely there. very interesting. A lot to think about. Unpack <laughs> there. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. You know, and and I think there maybe is some credit to at least some of this because we've seen in 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 the marketing for Ahsoka so far, it does kind of give World Between World vibes. 
Yeah. That, well, that is true. And I've seen like some of the posters and stuff, mm-hmm. like the designs and stuff. Yeah, the designs it, definitely kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would make sense. Um, it's just, you know, anytime you involve the world between worlds, it's a little dicey. <sighs> However, yeah. unless, you know, you can't change the past and maybe that's, but, but they kind of did when they saved Ahsoka, right? So that's Kinda, where uh, yeah. we'll have to answer that. But how I think that they works. were making that standard as they went. Like I don't know that they necessarily like it was within the same series, within the same season type thing. So I, it wasn't like some. Well, it's not like I peaked there, but it, it wasn't like some like well established event that they went, finally went back and and changed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. Like all of a sudden it was her instead of Obi Wan. <laughs> Like, right. I don't think they're going to end up doing that, you know, and they have not set well, that precedent. No, I don't think they're going. I mean, they better not do that. <laughs> yeah. That's a little too far. Yeah. Yeah. I think no. they're going to show us. No, I'm saying like gonna, create that as that right, is the right, new canon. Right. You know, they change that event in canon. I'm, yeah. I'm hoping that she she sees all these things, but she, she doesn't actually fall through with any of it. So that exactly. what we know remains the same. Exactly. Now, if they want to change things a little bit to where we can get a new future for the for <laughs> Sequel the sequels, then... <laughs> Dave Filoni that... is going to use the World Between Worlds to change <laughs> the sequels. I mean, if, if they want the to go that direction, you might... I might listen to what... I might listen to I what they can come up with bend my ear there, but... <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. No, we can keep harping on that all day, but that go ahead. that goes ahead and ends our rumor Ow. section. Wait, <laughs> sorry. What are we doing over here? Um, yeah, it ends our rumor section for the week. So uh, if you hear guys hear anything or are interested to discuss what you have heard, please let us know in the comments. But let's go ahead and move on to our releases for the week. Yes, and our releases for this week are, uh, we got some new comics coming up on the 18th. We have Hyperspace Stories issue number four, Han Solo and Chewbacca issue number nine, and Bounty Hunters issue number uh, 30. All of those on January 18th. Also on January 18th will be the fourth episode of The Bad Batch. Mm-hmm. So uh, lots of stuff for you there. And I did want to mention um, that I have read all of the books for the High Republic Wave 1. Yeah. Of Phase 2. And so I think last time we talked, um, I didn't, I couldn't really pinpoint the purpose of the, of these books so far. I'm like, and right. how they connect or where, which one's the most important one to read, right. et cetera. And they've done an interesting thing because the young adult novel had some connections to, to things that we know from the, uh, uh, the, the first phase it had some interesting things in there, right. but I wouldn't say it was a must read. And then the adult novel, I actually found the novel to be pretty good, but I don't think it was a must read whatsoever for yeah. those who were hoping it connected to phase one. Sure. I would say yeah. little to no connection actually um, hmm. so far. Very interesting. And and maybe they're going to tie it back somehow. But, but what's really weird is the Battle of Jeddah, which is the um, audio... Uh, novel which is it's a fully scripted um so it's not like just your typical um i can't they have a certain word for it i can't remember it's not your typical mm. audiobook it's like 
it has like all the sounds and the it's a script yeah, instead of I know a, what you're saying. Like yeah. they actually it's made for It's kind of like Duke was it Duke yeah, Jedi yeah, Lost? Yeah, yeah, like Duke Jedi Lost yeah, and yeah. uh I think they did one for Dr. Afra. Yeah. Um more of like an audio show almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so um that has came <laughs> out and I haven't read it yet, but what I have learned or I haven't listened to it yet, I guess. I'm not huge on audiobooks, <laughs> so I, I'm really not looking forward to it. But what I have learned is that all three books tie into the the audiobook. So the audiobook is kind of like what the adult books were for phase one. Huh. Which is very strange. That's a very to odd me. choice. <laughs> very, very odd because it's like, okay, so people may have read the other books. So why all of a sudden are you forcing them into doing the audiobook to mm-hmm. see where it goes next? Now they are going to release a script for it like next month, mm. but it's like, well, that's I don't know. It's just why didn't you just make this a book yeah, like the other exactly. ones? I just exactly. it's weird. Like, if you wanted to make the audiobook thing as like a supplementary thing, sure, sure you know, sure. What I'm but making it be like, oh, all of these books actually tie into this. So obviously, <laughs> yeah, really I kind of need to yeah. listen to it. Yeah, um, not a fan of that decision, and all I can say is phase three. Better not do that. I will be very upset (laughs) if the big moments of Phase 3 are in an audiobook. I'm just saying it now. I will be very upset. I understand. I understand. So um, that's my thoughts on it so far. Um, I'll update you guys as Phase 2 continues. Yeah, yeah. So January 18th is a big day. A lot of stuff coming out on that day. So if you're interested in the books and things of that nature, or excuse me, the comics, should I say, um, yeah, keep your eyes and ears out for that time. But we're going to go ahead and move into our... uh, second to last segment here and that is our community discussion where we like to go out uh, before we do an episode and we ask our fans and our community at least one question and talk about your and discuss your answers on air so <clears throat> pardon me so this week's community discussion and we've already talked about it obviously to some degree but uh, as we have come into the new year there are tons of star wars releases slated for 2023 so what release, whether it be a show, a game, or etc., uh, what are you most excited for? And we had quite a few answers, so we greatly appreciate you guys' uh, participation this week. Yeah, we can tell you guys must have missed us, because you guys all came out and <laughs> or maybe really... Was, uh, yeah, maybe that, or is just an actual fun uh, thing to answer instead of the other or ones. That. I don't know, whatever. I, don't know. <laughs> I worked so hard to come up with these questions. <laughs> but uh, JB himself comes in with our very first comment. And he says, it goes without saying, Happy New Year to you guys and your respective others. Oh, thanks, so, JB. JB, thank you very much. Happy New Year to you guys Boy, as well. such a kind gentleman. Such a gentleman. Yeah, JB. He's got that, that English sensibility. No wonder him. he's engaged. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but now to business, as he says. Obviously, I want KOTOR Remake. However, I'm most excited for Jedi Survivor. Who am I kidding? I'm excited for it all. Mando Season 3 is, is also getting me hyped. So this year, I am nine years old again. Ha ha. Looking forward to see uh, what they will do with the High Republic, and I should note I have been replaying KOTOR 1 and KOTOR 2. Looking forward to listening to the next podcast, guys. JB, always warms our heart. Thank you, sir. We love you, JB. 
But um, I, I have bad news for you, though. Yeah. <laughs> the coach <or> remake, <laughs> coach is remake is not happening. It's <laughs> not happening in 2023. Yeah, yeah. If to, it even does happen, which, yeah, you know, I, I really hate to burst before. your bubble there, but I just don't want you to get your hopes up. Like, yeah. that game, there's no way that game's coming this yeah, year, unfortunately. unfortunately so, yeah. Trust um, me, we want it, too. I mean, don't yeah, get us wrong. <laughs> I, uh, there's not much more in Star Wars I want right now more than a KOTOR remake. Like, I'm all in. <laughs> right. I, I absolutely love the idea right. of what I've heard of what they're doing with the game. I'm all about it, but from what I, everything I've heard uh, report-wise on it, and the fact that we've not seen a lick yeah, of it yet, yeah, tells me unfortunately this is probably not coming this year. So. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, we have our we. Had, I don't remember which episode it was. It was a couple back or a few back, should I say, uh, where we discussed the whole issue of what happened to it. Um, yeah. And you can go back and listen to that. But after our discussion, it's clear that there's some issues there. There's some, yeah, there's some issues. <laughs> but JB, thank you for that comment. Corey Allen Wise says, The Acolyte I'm most excited for and also The Mandalorian. Jay Camdar says, Tie between Ahsoka and Jedi Survivor. Chad Robinson says, Definitely The Ahsoka Show. Alex Mason says, Mando, Ahsoka, and The Acolyte. Kelby Smith says, I'm really pumped about Jedi Eternal, a Star Wars podcast. Kelby, again, warming our Kelby, heart over here. <laughs> you win $100 for the correct answer. No, I'm just kidding. You don't win. <laughs> hey, 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 Kelby will pay value that 10 bucks. <laughs> but, uh, but that is the correct answer. The Congratulations. Answer. But other than that, I guess I'm looking forward to Ahsoka. Um, and then Brandon Duke says, The Acolyte and Skeleton Crew. I think it's going to bridge and piece together a lot of missing information. So... Uh, of course, all great answers, and uh, I don't know that I have an exact, like, my number one thing, you know. I think I am very, very excited, or not think, I know that I'm very, very excited for Ahsoka, um, and the more we talk about it, the more cool things that are come out for it. It's it's the next really big show, you know, in my opinion, that's, that's going to come out and uh, be about a character that we all love, so I'm excited for that. Um, the Acolyte is very, very interesting to me. Um yeah, I mean, a lot of people there saying the Acolyte, and of course, I'm super excited for the Acolyte too, yeah. but again, I do not see the Acolyte coming out this year. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. We kind of discussed it a little bit before, but it's a possibility, there, but it needs there, to be hard for them. There is a possibility. However, in the slated titles that they, they showed so far uh, for this year, it was not on that list. True. And yeah. so... Um, now, yes, we have finally seen the beginnings of like production photos and we saw mm-hmm. a couple photos of them in costume and stuff. So that's like a good sign. Right. Um, but I would say at, I mean, if we get this at the latest, we're getting it in the winter of this year. I mean, earliest. Or at the, yeah. Sorry. At the earliest. But, you know, if Skeleton Crew's already being pushed back out of that. And this was gonna say, yeah. This tell that tells me Acolyte's probably not coming until next year. I hate to be bursting yeah. out of bubbles today. Dude, you're so this, you're such a jerk, man. <laughs> Talking about I mean I hope subpar I, video qualities honestly, and now I, you're bursting everybody's bubble. I hope maybe. I'm wrong. Like I, I hope <laughs> I hope so much that I am wrong on both of those accounts. Yeah. That, I mean, if, if I get the Acolyte and the KOTOR remake this year, I mean, I'll be the happiest. I'll, I'll be I'll the be happiest giddy, kid a lot. Ski, uh, but, little wee schoolboy, you know? But I, uh, I mean, I would be beyond shocked. To oh, see yeah. Him. yeah. Well, and we, we talked about that before, too, is that, you know, there's a lot of stuff slated for this year. And like we said, we're like just genuinely so surprised that this many things are coming out this year at the same, you know, in the similar times and stuff. So Mm -hmm. we'll see what ends up happening. But of course, like I said, Jedi uh, uh, survivor, of course, is another huge one. I loved uh, the first game. Um, And I'm excited to see how they evolve that gameplay 
um, and and that story play and stuff. So yeah, very very excited for that. Yeah, um, I think for me, when I think about it, I, I would say, I would say, the top of my list right now in excitement would be Ahsoka. Yeah, I think that that that's top of my list, um, as far as what we know is coming this year. Uh, first of all, because yeah, we, you know, we've all grown to love Ahsoka throughout the years, but also I think there's just a lot of potential for what oh, we yeah. can see. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of really cool, like magical moments could happen within that series. Um, and then, you know, I'm, I'm, of course I'm excited for Mando season three. Yeah. Uh, naturally. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. you know, it, it may be a little more like old news to us at this point. Cause you know, we already had two seasons, but um, but I, I mean, I'm still super stoked for it and I expect it will be fantastic. Oh yeah. I'm very excited um, to see where the story goes from where we left off for sure. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm, I am very excited for Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Um, I'm a, you know, a huge video game player. So there's, you know, He's a big gamer. I'm a big gamer. He's a gamer. Give me a bag of Doritos <laughs> and some Mountain Dew. Because I'm a gamer. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> anybody want to pass me some V Bucks so I can crank some 90s? Dude, where's my double XP weekend at? <laughs> <laughs> what, anyway. what skins do you have, bro? <laughs> oh, I really want that battle pass. Fortnite battle pass. Anyway. Anyways. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm super excited about Jedi Survivor, and it looks fantastic from what we've seen. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I'm really excited for that. I'll probably spend a ton of time playing it. Sure. Um, but, and, 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 and again, I am, if, if, if there was a guaranteed release date for the Acolyte in 2023, Acolyte would be my number one. Yeah. But I just don't yeah. think it actually comes yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I trust so. me. I know what you mean. But I do think that JB has one of the better answers, and that is he's excited for it all. And uh, I yeah, agree. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, to some extent, I am it was, It wasn't the question, but, you know. <laughs> just kidding. No, but I'm just like, no, but for real, though, it's like, I, I, I know, you know, we kind of like say, what's your favorite stuff? But mm. there is so many good things coming out this oh, year yeah. to and, look and, forward and to. And again, the the rest of the High Republic Phase 2 and the beginning of Phase 3 is coming this year, exactly. too. Exactly. And, yeah. you know, so I'll be all about that. There's there's a lot of stuff. It's going to be oh, a, yeah. a big year for Star Wars. So. Big year indeed. So let's go ahead and get into our final topic, and that is our main topic, and that is the spoiler discussion and review of Bad Batch Season 2, um, Episodes 1 through 3, because we kind of didn't get to an episode last week. Um, but, so, let's just go ahead and dive into it. Like I said, just full-on spoiler alert here, as we always do when we review things. And uh, so, what's very interesting about Season 2 of Bad Batch is that it actually had a dual premiere, meaning that it had two episodes that dropped during the premiere, and that is Episode 1, Spoils of War, and episode two, Ruins of War. Um, and, you know, we're probably going to get more deeper into it. But kind of as a synopsis, you know, we're kind of just diving back into uh, a Bad Batch. And, and, and really, in my opinion, this uh, these two episodes, instead of really furthering the story or really diving into cool topics, it's really more just after all these all this time trying to reacquaint us with the characters, right? Reacquaint us with who they are what their standing is after the first season and just to see where they're at. And, uh, and we do see that, uh, of course we have the, the main crew other than crosshair. Um, and they're, they're, they're accepting another mission, another, uh, heist type thing. Um, and, 
it's kind of just it's kind of like business as usual. And uh, but what's very interesting is what the mission is about and where they go. And like so, we're gonna get more into it. But but the biggest cool thing right off the bat is that they are going after a very valuable war chest that was Count Dooku's in his home planet of Sereno. So. Very, very cool. Uh, maybe not tons of uh, huge, you know, lore building things or whatever, but cool callbacks to what we know in the Clone Wars and things of that nature. Yeah, you're being way too nice about this right now. <laughs> These episodes were horrible. Listen, I, were, I dogged on so many things in the being, past several episodes. I just got to... You were being way too nice. This, I, this, these two episodes were a drag. The first two episodes, <laughs> I mean, I just, I just kept like staring off into space while trying to watch these i mean me and braxton sat down together to watch them and yeah. we could we could even we we were doing other stuff the whole time yeah, we ended I have up to admit, talking about other things because we were so just just uh just it just bleh. um and, well, and 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 listen i i just don't i don't like i guess i can just be the bad guy here sure okay? sure i was a bad you guy in Andor, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah 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 that's true that's true <laughs> I was so i'll, be the, I'll be the bad guy this time <laughs> it, these it, the Bad Batch, they're just, they're they're not any good. More like, like the Bad Butts. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, it's like maybe the Bad Batch is fitting because they're just bad <laughs> characters, okay? Like, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, one yeah. Bad Batch of characters. <laughs> bad they're, Batch of characters. <laughs> like, such a drag. I mean, seriously, I can't stand their voices. And I like D. Bradley Baker. I like oh, his yeah, clone I voices. I, I do. Know. But it's like the Bad Batch, he's so over the top. Well, the problem is he's one voice he's actor. one voice actor. Trying to do trying multiple. Trying to do multiple. That are all the same, but different. You right, know what right, I'm saying? Right, right, right. So, yeah. like, I get what he's trying to do, but it just yeah. annoys me to death. Yeah. I would rather them have just been like, well, they're <clears throat> unique enough that their voices, or they're voiced by different people or something. Yeah. Like, honestly, because it's just... Ugh. Plus, let it be said here that Andrew hates Kiwis. He hates New Zealanders and their accent. <laughs> I, I have because, never said that. Yeah, but, he did. He said, well, he said he hated Omega's voice. I do hate Omega's voice. I said, voice. well, you know, like, what do you hate about it? He's like, I don't know just how he sounds. I'm like, well, that's I, called I, like a New Zealand accent. No, it's it's just her in general. <laughs> I don't I don't like I don't like the way she sounds whatsoever. Uh, um, yeah. No, but I like D. Bradley Baker's. Um, I like his. Yeah, no, I know. So, yeah. Anyway. It, just his regular like clone voice is, yeah. is great. I like it. Yeah. But anyways, uh, so this is I just I I don't like any of them. Yeah. And so no, don't get me wrong. I mean, the first two episodes I just remember coming out of it. I'm just thinking like, oh my gosh, seriously, like they're d- doing this again, where they're just like, this is like the first premiere of the new season, and they're gonna do the worst parts of season one. Well, and 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 there was this I saw this like ray of hope. Of sunshine when they yeah. said they were going to Sereno and they were going to, oh, to Dooku's, yeah. uh, so cool. where Dooku had placed all of his, yeah, his uh, war loot essentially, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had this like these big war chests full of stuff. And I'm like, okay, this is gonna be really cool. We're gonna get all kinds of cool characters. callbacks and different yeah. like things. No, we don't get any of that. Yeah, we yeah. don't, we don't get a single uh, uh anything. There, you know, I thought maybe we'd see some of like see some of Dooku's stuff, or even just get some kind of interesting like like maybe some like cool loot from when um um, you know, they went and, and sacked uh ah, or even just if you were to see Dothamir. like where Dooku 
you know, like you see a room that was like Dooku's, you know, and you might just like, there's some kind of like in, interesting piece of history there based on Dooku. You know what I mean? There's, there's, yeah, there's just so much cool tie back to the Even characters. if they would have had Dooku's pajamas laid on the chair. I mean, you remember, you know how they always <laughs> teased yeah, about Dooku's pajamas, yeah, you know, yeah. the outfit he wore? Maybe yeah. they had that laying on a chair, you yeah, know, exactly. or like laying on the bedside. <laughs> silk pajamas, yeah. yeah. Just something. <laughs> but there, there was nothing like, like that. Like a beard trimming kid or something. It was <laughs> completely missed opportunity. And it just ended up being just another, yeah. oh, the silly bad batch. And they went off to do a mission. They get themselves yeah. in trouble. Whoops. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I honestly, I, I do throw feel. Throw up in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Coming back with the tenacity, Fox. No, I mean, seriously, just looking at it from both sides, I do see what they tried to do. They tried to come back in and just kind of reacquaint you with the team, reacquaint you with all the characters. But here's the thing. Although I understand where they went with it, or why they went with it, excuse me, they failed because we already know who the characters are. We could go rewatch season one, which I'm sure a lot of people did. You know, you're coming back, you're not just all of a sudden being reintroduced to all these characters after years and years and years of, of absence. Like, no, I mean, it was only like, what, a year and a half or two years or whatever, max? So my point is, is that the worst biggest complaints about season one is that it was a drag there was no point to it it was just the silly bad batch on another silly mission and it's like really that's how you choose to do your premiere so but here's the thing i'll give them kudos like i said they wish they did more with it but i will give them kudos is that they did do cool callbacks to some degree of going to sereno going you know to, to count dooku's lair you know and, and different stuff like that yeah but they didn't do anything with it yeah. so it didn't matter well it's like, i appreciate the attempt i just wish you did more with it <laughs> So, so really, you know, all in all, and this is, you know, I'd say it all in all, that is episode one and two. Basically, they go to Sereno, they get the war chest, they lose the war chest multiple times, mostly because of Omega. And then um, basically. Yeah, well, in typical Omega, she never listens, right? Naturally. They, yeah. they tell her to do something and she'll always do the opposite. Which she did yeah. the first season, and she continues to do it here. But the here. funny thing is, is that there was supposed, like, you could tell that there's an attempt that there was supposed to be, like, this progression with her. Mm -hmm. And they really never nailed that down. Like, she's still just a really childish child who does whatever she wants to do. Yeah, they, want, and, they, yeah, they definitely know. wanted you to feel like, oh, she's progressed. And, like, maybe in, in her, like, combat. Yeah, I guess because like has, that, and, they're on the beach, you know, what I'm saying and there's she was shooting the arrows. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. And, and like you know, she has that. It's a cool weapon she has and all of that. But like, yeah. As far as like it being part of the team, I feel like she just keeps still messing things up for them. Uh, yeah. And then and well, and one of them, one of them even point out that like you know we're on the run because of her. Yeah. And oh, yeah. which then she's like. Oh, it's all because of me. It's all because I of changed your life for the worse. And da, da, da. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And you did. It's like, well, <laughs> you kind of yeah, did, did yeah. and you still kind of are because you never listened to them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was that was kind of that was kind of episode one and two. And so basically, ultimately, they don't get the loot. They, they don't have to leave it. it. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then, like, and so again, kind of like, what did that amount up to? Because here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? In season two of Mandalorian, episode one. It had nothing, no bearings to the story. There was no ties to anything, no progression of furtherance. But guess what? It was a kick butt awesome episode where we get to see the crate dragon and all that stuff. Oh, I and love that episode. It was so amazing. But guess what? It had no ties to the story. But that's how you do it. If you want to get reacquainted to the characters, uh, and and but have not a ton of story up front, just so you can get you know mm. again reacquainted with the characters, do epic bombastic things and have really cool callbacks to previous stuff that's kind of fan service. Do that. And then like I said, I feel like there was an attempt to do that for season two of uh you know Bad Batch, but they just didn't nail it. 
But on a higher note, a better note, episode three, which just aired yesterday, and, and for those of you who are listening, like what, three days ago, episode three, The Solitary Clone, which in my opinion was a much, much better episode. This episode was fantastic. Yeah, it was a so great see, episode. Now it has changed everything. Yeah, for me. yeah, yeah. And I made I made sure not to mention this episode yet. I wanted to get my, <laughs> right, right. my complaints your, with your one frustrations out of the way. Out first. Yeah. But first of all, just right off the bat, what's the difference between this episode and the two prior episodes? Can you tell me? No Omega. What's the biggest <laughs> No none of the Bad Batch. Other, none of well, the bad unless batch. you consider well, unless right? you consider Crosshair still part of the Bad but Batch, but like not. but he's sort of not, right? Yeah. The, but the, the main Bad Batch crew makes zero, zero. appearance in this <laughs> and it's way better because of it. Yeah. And so yeah. what's that tell you? Silly antics and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this whole episode this, was way more serious and whoa. more heartfelt and you this know this episode blew my mind yeah. how good it was okay so, like this this felt along like the tone that we got in the tales of the jedi series you know we're watching those yeah, with Dooku and yeah, stuff yeah, and yeah. the the dark mature feeling of it but like yeah really getting some good story in there like yeah this felt like that sure or even like the the, the first i think it was the first ahsoka no not the first one because the first one was the baby when she's baby second one second ahsoka one when she goes to padme's um Padme's funeral. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. When she's there in Coruscant and stuff, and it's real dark. And it's oh like, yeah, I had a lot of those vibes within this sure. episode here, where we're again we're on Coruscant with these Imperials and and yeah. with some notable characters that we're going to get into. But, um, uh, but something that was really cool about this one is where we start off. Mm -hmm. And uh, did you have something you were going to say? Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Um. <sighs> Going to Desix, <laughs> which is a former Separatist planet. Yeah. And so the Imperials, that go and land there. Um, and uh, basically, they're saying, you know, this is ours now. Give it all up. And this and, is um, a really cool kind of look also. I'll mm -hmm. say this. is that It's a really cool look into like that first transition of power for the Empire. Right. And trying to convince worlds to basically, hey, give up your power mm -hmm. because we're the Empire and now we want it. You know? Yeah. Pretty cool. And... And so the the uh, the govern the governess of the planet there, she she's you know basically says no. Yeah. And right. and then what's cool? All the battle droids come out. Oh yeah. And you get the you get all the battle droids from the Clone Wars. Yeah, that was very which cool. was uh was a nice and that and well, that see was more like was you know I was expecting some of that kind of like familiarity to the first two episodes because they were going sure. to Sereno and I was expecting some stuff that we would like pinpoint like oh look at that oh, yeah, there's yeah, nothing yeah. like that yeah in, exactly in those, but. well so yeah and, and and obviously and that's how you should and this is just my opinion um, which is right I'm just kidding um, but <laughs> but um, <laughs> but in, in just my opinion but this is how you should do humor it's like when it's not the main dish it's a side dish right it's not the main course it's something that is supplementary and, mm -hmm. and that's how they do it like this is a very dark serious episode but then they add in some of the droids uh you know the battle droids which are always goofy and stupid and they make little quips right. and stuff and that's how you do it it never felt like it was overdone in this episode it felt pretty pretty evened out and with the seriousness versus the kind of yeah. humor of of those uh, droids but I was, we're also we're also used to the droids humor now too. That's true. That's you know, true. it used to rub me the wrong way a little bit when they first yeah. 
especially in like early Clone Wars. Yeah, which I mean, I think and, it was a little rich then too, though. You know. Yeah, yeah, and they've but like they did they did still do some silly stuff. But now you're just like, oh, you silly battle droid, you, you know, little like boy, you, you crazy. <laughs> and man. part of that's just because we're used to it at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, so so from crazy there we antics. <laughs> we cut to Coruscant where um where we see Crosshair. Well, so yeah, and so I'll let you get to that, but mm-hmm. I'll just say. We were talking about how you tie in very cool things uh, in the past. So, like, so they did it with with the battle droids, things like that. But there's a very big thing this episode that they tied in the past, and you know, go ahead. Yeah. So, um, it uh, they bring in Commander Cody. Commander Cody, which is yeah, uh, super exciting for me personally. Oh yeah, because this is since I mean since 2005. Yeah. Yeah. After Revenge of the Sith. Right. And, and you see Commander Cody, you know, essentially um, Obi-Wan's, you know, he's like his second in command. Right. And you see him turn on him and, and, and try to shoot him. Yeah. And and then you get the Clone Wars um, and, you you know, and you see more of Commander Cody and you see their bond and their friendship. But we never find out what happened to Commander Cody. You know, what did he do? What, right. I mean, did he ever regret like, what he did? Was I mean, he was, was really he... willing on the spot to mm-hmm. just like this guy, you know, this commander, this general that he had that just immediately turned on him. But but what was the fallout of that what was decision? The fallout of that? Yeah, right? and, and 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 you know, knowing not only was he, you know, second in command to a Jedi, but he was second in command to Obi Wan Kenobi, who one of the best, one of Jedi, the one of the best know? Jedi. Yeah. If there was anyone that it would have been hard to, to question their loyalties. It was Obi-Wan Kenobi, right? Exactly. I mean, he was so yeah. loyal and so yeah. good. And so um, so these were always questions we had. So, you know, we're here with Crosshair, and when we find out he was left for dead uh, for like 32 days after the destruction of Kamino <laughs> right. in the last season. And and so, you know, he's having a meeting with, with uh, I think his name's Rampart. And, and he's like, yeah, he's like so. why'd you come back? Yeah, and, and crosshair is like. <laughs> well, well, first of all, which is very interesting, right? Up to this point, um, as we I was de- as was demonstrated in the final episode of season one, was that crosshair was loyal to the empire. He had his his chip removed, and he was still loyal. He's still and loyal, so yeah. and so the, basically at the end of season one, they're telling him like they don't care for you. That he starts to see it a little bit here and there because when they said the fire on. Um, Something city. I can't start with a T. I can't think. Um, you know what I'm talking about, right? The, like the cloning yeah. city. Anyway. Camino. Well, yeah, the city, though. It starts with a T. It doesn't matter. Um, but anyway, he's like, you know, he they know he's there, and he's still loyal to them, but they say fire on the city and destroy it all. And he, so that's one little thing there. But long story short, what's interesting is they get this, you know, episode uh, three, and they finally get him back from that city. And, um, and, uh, and basically, that's what he's saying, right? Like Rampart, he's like, he's like, how, like, almost like making fun of him, like, mm-hmm. how long were you there? And he's like, thirty six rotations or thirty two rotations, and he's like, basically a month, right? Yeah. And he's like, uh, huh, that, you know, basically like it's funny. And he's like, you know, you're you're basically lost to the empire. Why do you, like why why come back? You know, mm-hmm. and you can see that little degradation of like, wow, like my loyalty is not rewarded. It is not prized here you know but anyway go ahead I'm yeah sorry. and so he tells he tells crosshair that he is uh going on a new mission um and that they're going to be going after the the people on that planet who are resisting 
and he's going to be led by uh, no other than Commander Cody. Okay, I'm sorry. I have to say it. Topoka City. That's what it's called. Oh, gotcha, <laughs> it's just gotcha. bothering me so yeah. bad. <laughs> and so he is... Uh, whoa, what just happened? My, whoa, whoa, whoa. My web page just went away. So he... Um, He's talking to Cody, and you know they're talking about uh, about the rest of the Bad Batch going rogue. And, and Cody's response is like, "Well, there's actually several clones who have gone rogue." And yeah, and, and what's question interesting is how he was talking was almost like gauging what Crosshair's thoughts was on the matter mm-hmm, type of thing, mm-hmm. like cautiously, like I wonder right, what he right. thinks about this, yeah. you know? And and so. Um, you know they so they go on this mission, and you, this this feels so much of this feels like like it is a Clone Wars episode. Yeah, and the we get a lot of cool action here. You have the droids back, um, and just like it, it was all really well done. And even like Crosshair's uh, sniping he was doing in this was really <laughs> yeah, really crazy cool. stuff. Yeah. It was really cool. Dude, the tank scene was so good. I yeah, yeah, that. yeah. That was, that was like really and then good. like when they're going through the stair, the spiral Stairways. stairway, yeah. and uh, he's throwing he's little, throwing like, like the little pucks. like mirror pucks, and yeah, then he's shooting so it like shoots around the cool. the corner. Very cool. Really cool stuff there. <laughs> um, and so it felt it, it just felt really cool, and it was cool to have Commander Cody there. Um, but what we see. Is they get up to the they they you know through they do they have this whole fight and they get up to the top where the the governess is, and and basically the dude has what what was his name? Uh, who? The guy that that the governess captured. Oh, the empire's like imposing governor. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember, remember his, his name, name, but yeah. But anyways, she has him, or he has. Sorry, he has her like with a gun to her head. And this is where it's really interesting because uh Commander Cody he pauses, he puts his he puts his gun down. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, we both lived through one war. Let's not start like, I'm looking for peace, you know, like okay. yeah, we don't want bloodshed, and, you know? Yeah, and he's like, we want peace. Let's not do this again. Let's let's you know, put the the guns down. Yeah, and he really makes a interesting point. moment. Yeah, and he makes a point that like the empire is here to bring peace to the galaxy. Right, right, right. Like, that's that's his thought. Like that's what his his final, in my opinion, like his final thread of like that's what he's hanging on to. Is the empire's right, right. here for peace. You know. And so he does that, and she's like, "Okay," and she she lets lets him go, and he immediately is like, "Execute her, execute her." Yeah, and Commander Cody's like. I literally just told her we're going to be And she's you know, like so much peaceful. for peace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so you can tell he's kind of basically you can see like he's not going to do it. Right. Mayor Cody's not going to do it. <clears throat> and all of a sudden you hear the shot. Yeah. And you look over <laughs> and Crosshair did it. Crosshair shot Pretty her. Dog, get it out. So it goes to show that like Crosshair is truly just a bad dude. Like Like he doesn't care. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah. Like he he you know there were times where I've thought Crosshair is definitely coming, gonna come back, but now, like he's he, really cementing himself into even his if evil he, position. Even if he does, it's one of the, it's gonna be one of those situations where like he can't live. He's gonna have to like sacrifice himself. <laughs> right. He, yeah. he, like he's done too much at this point to yeah. just come back. The only and way be, he's gonna redeem himself is sacrificing his life. It's gonna be like a Kylo good. Ren situation, you know, or, or Anakin situation. <laughs> or, well, yeah, I guess, I guess a Anakin, <laughs> yeah, even better. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. Uh, 
but I thought that was interesting to see, and you, and you really see that clearly Commander Cody has questioned a lot of this, right? And yeah. questioned, is he doing the right thing? And 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 so they go back to Coruscant, and you know Cody and Crosshair um, are talking, and you know he he asked whether they're truly making the galaxy a better place yeah he's like do you, basically do you think that this mission like did we leave it a better place than we found it and basically crosshair is just like just a soldier falling i don't orders. care yeah, yeah it, and and you know clearly from what we see cody does feels differently yeah well so what's cool is like he says like what makes it he's like crosshair tell me what makes us different than the battle droids and he's like mm -hmm. is that we make our own choices and he like paused and says and we have to live with him as well <laughs> that's such a good line yeah and so um again i think this was a i think in this encounter we have here i think commander cody's already made up his mind that he's done and i think right I think he was hoping to to have Crosshair kind of be in the same headspace with him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And 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 maybe like take him, you know, with him. But in his answers, he wasn't. And right. you could tell in the like that was when when they had that conversation. Commander Cody was like, "Okay, he's like, he's, there's no hope." Gone. Yeah, yeah. And so we the next day. It, well, it shows. Um, it shows. Crosshair kind of going through his normal routine again. He just mm -hmm. wakes up in this like cold, you know, empty room and right. goes and gets his food and apparently gets called in to the principal every day after <laughs> when he tries yeah. to eat lunch because that's yeah, what happens. Like every time he's lunch, <laughs> yeah, every he's, time he's, he's sitting there, it looks like he like just sits down, has his food, and then he gets called. Two, two, three, seven to the grin, whatever. <laughs> yeah, office. I, I thought it was funny that yeah. they showed it happen like that again. It was <sighs> but <laughs> like, well, it's just kind of Rick reverse like the Empire does not care about you. The Empire yeah, no, does they, not care yeah, about right, you. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, he goes and and he says, oh, we have another mission for you. And this time he'll be joined by, you know, blah, 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 numbers. And he goes, he goes, why not, why not Commander Cody? He goes, Commander Who? Cody? <laughs> yeah. And, and, they're, and he's like, CC or CT, whatever the number is. Yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, he goes, uh, well, he's gone AWOL. Huh? Yeah. And... So I want to see. I want to first of all, before we go any farther, I want to see what what you how you took that. Did you take that as? I know where you're going with this. Did he yeah. truly? Did run he truly away. like run away in the middle of the night, or did they kill him? Or did they like? Oh, he went AWOL, but he, they executed him in the night, you know, behind the woodshed type thing. Yeah, because the way he said it and the way he kind of smirked. Yes. Yeah. It gave off that aura, but I it feel gave like off that aura. But at the same time. Cody's a, a big enough character. I feel like that would be a really waste of the character yeah. to bring him back like this finally, and for him to just disappear and actually be because he's dead. But I think if honestly, I think if they were going to kill him, they would have showed it happen because but, I think at least that way it's a little more like impactful. Other but, than it just be. Well, what are you guys? Yeah, I was gonna say, but here's the thing: I could see them doing that though, and like it's like it's like so stark, like it catches you off guard. Because it shows you that even like the, like this bigger character, he's not big enough that he's like a main character, but he's big enough that he's significant, and it just shows that his blind loyalty to the Empire 
that's what he get like that that's what came to him because of it is that he gets executed in the night and like there's no mention of him like I don't know how to explain it super well but it's like it, they they did it as of like it's almost like a like dunking your head in cold water or ripping the bandaid off so to speak like it's you're like what wait what what you know what I'm saying like leaving you and like are you like are you serious he died but right. at the same time like it, it's it's kind of sh- to show you the depravity of the empire um, even further and show you like per- this person who had blind loyalty to them is now although they should be deserving of a much better death or, or, or a much better life, obviously is just being executed in the night with no true announcement. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So I could see that happening. I don't want it to happen, but I could see that happening. Yeah. And you know, I, I'm, I'm like 80% positive that it's implying he really did go AWOL and he's out there somewhere and we're probably going to see more of him. See, Cause what I want is even... I want to see him make amends with Kenobi to some degree. Well, you know and, what I'm and that was that's one thing I would like. I would love to see I would love to see a, an encounter between him and and, and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Right. Uh just at least one time. And I don't really think the Bad Batch series is where that would even happen. Right. Yeah. But really I thought I mean, the most likely place would have been in the, the Kenobi, Kenobi series. series. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. They even had a they even had de- uh uh What's the clone actor's name? Oh, uh, Tam- uh, Tamir Morrison. Tamir Morrison, yeah. They even had Tamir Morrison in it. They could have done uh, something. So they could have done it, but yeah. but uh, they chose not to. So dogs. Um, I feel like that would have been the the most likely place. Right. So now that that's done and over, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I would love to see that. But also, you know, I could see him potentially meeting up with the Bad Batch. Yeah. At some point. That would be cool. Or even Rex, you know, he Reaching could be with Rex. Him. Yeah. We know by the time of Rebels, Cody's not with Rex and his little group of clones. So, yeah. you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I hope there's more of him, but also there's this weird, like, dark, depressing, like, <laughs> yeah. but also kind of impactful if he truly was like, we, you find out he questioned it and they knew and so they killed him. And there was Again, just with never, no announcement, no, no announcement, nothing. Like, no nothing. That's just how the, how the Empire is. How the Empire you know is. There's something powerful about that. That's what I, that's what I was trying to get to earlier. You but know I saying? but I don't like it. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want know? it to happen. So, and and uh, there was a quote that that he that Cody says that really stood out to me. I was trying to find it because I really wanted to read off what he said. The quote was um, Roger Roger. <laughs> It moved me to tears. <laughs> no, that's not it. It was something he said in that last, that last uh, conversation they had, and it was meaningful to me because I felt like it was actually talking. He was telling Crosshair, but I felt like he was more talking about himself with Obi Wan Kenobi more than anything. Was it what I said earlier? Like, uh, did you? See you know, you, like, what's the difference between us and and droids is that we have to make our own choices and then we have to live with them as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was part of that. Um, he may say something after that too. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know. Yeah, you basically said it. Um, but yeah, I mean, because he's saying, basically, I, to me, in his, I think in his head, he was thinking, you know, <clears throat> I made the choice to 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 shoot Obi Wan, but yeah, it's haunted me ever since. Yeah, I've had to live with that every day. He's like, yeah. I've had to live with the fact that I chose to to shoot at him because I was told he was a traitor. Yeah, but now that I see what the Empire is, mm-hmm. I know he wasn't the traitor. 
Right. Then, right, right. Like, I was the traitor, you know? Yeah. And, like, that's, that's pretty crazy. deep. That that's is pretty very deep, deep stuff, you know? And, and like, like I said, really that's powerful what, stuff. That's what I want to see in these animated shows. I want that to be that depth. And there has been, don't get me wrong, in, like, Clone Wars and stuff. I just, like, I don't know. I'm just I'm just saying, like, I want to continue seeing that as a, as a trait in these animated shows. Yeah, you know? so... So what I what I will say to kind of start wrapping this up to you guys is if you don't watch the Bad Batch, there's actually I think I think this would be one to watch. If you're ever gonna watch a Bad right. Batch episode, uh there's enough here. If you're just a fan of the prequels or even the Clone Wars, I think there's yeah. there's something for you here. Even if you don't watch all the Bad Batch, you can skip the first two episodes. Forget, yeah, frankly, you really forget can. Forget that trash. Just watch this third episode. <sighs> yeah, it's kind of stinks. <laughs> but it is a pretty funny juxtaposition of how different those episodes are. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, this episode is called The Solitary Clone, um, otherwise known as Return of the King. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I, I want to call You're it. You're so clever about that. You, it's so like clever. I, it's like I came up with that on my own. Yeah, <laughs> I can only imagine that mind of yours working 24-7, cranking stuff out like that. You should post that, post that should, to Twitter. Post that on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So, anyways, I give this one very high praise. I hope we get more like this in the rest of the I, Bad Batch. But, I hope so, too. Uh, I don't. I don't plan to get a lot like this, <laughs> yeah. but uh, hey, maybe, maybe I'll be wrong. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? But this was a, a pleasant surprise. I really enjoyed it. Do you have anything else you want to say? Not necessarily. No. Mm-hmm. Like I said, just excited to see where they go with this, and hopefully that same tone stays throughout. All right. Well, guys, I think we're gonna wrap it up here. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we know it had been a while, but uh, we are glad to be back. Hopefully, we'll be back to a little bit more of a consistent schedule. Uh, stay tuned to our Facebook for announcement for when we are going to do our three-year live stream. We'll try to get something, uh, a date figured out on that and a time so we can let you guys know so you guys can hang out with us. You know, we'll just have some fun, but also maybe have a, a new announcement or so or two. We'll see. But um, we would definitely want you guys to be a part of that, so we'll let you know. But make sure you like us on Facebook, on uh, Instagram, Twitter, I guess uh, there's <laughs> <Not> also <really. laughs> no. Just, you don't have to do that, uh, uh, and even TikTok. Uh, we were even on there. We have some of our gaming videos on there. Maybe we'll finally get back to Let's Plays. We'll see. Who knows? I mean, you guys Maybe. said you didn't really want it, yeah. but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, we we still have lots of Lego Star Wars to play. So it is um, true. So let us know if you want to see any of that stuff or what you do want to see from us. Uh, we we did ask our producers and they they told kind of let us know what they were looking forward to. But we would love for some of you who are not producers yet to uh, put in the comments on whatever platform you're listening to this on what you would be interested in us doing in the year 2023. Oh yeah. But until next time, may the force be with you, and we thank you for joining the Jedi. We would be.